Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to Common Sense with the Educated Redneck, the show about everything and nothing at all. Now please welcome the Educated Redneck himself, Mr. Dan Ellison. And greetings, greetings from the highway, folks. We're out here doing the show live from the middle of BFE. Fighting the old typical studio problems on the highway, dealing with malfunctioning equipment. It is just, um, it's what life on the road's about. (laughs) It's one problem after another problem after another problem. That's just the way the highway goes, folks. Ain't nothing you can do about it. You just got to move on. Like right now, I'm dealing with a power supply that has decided to quit functioning. I know. And it's just a pain in the butt. I'm sitting here trying to hook it into my other power supply because, well, we need juice to run the computer for the show. So it's just the way it goes. You got you to gotta just roll with it. You got to not worry about it because that, my friends, is life on the highway. And if you haven't caught a Jokers and Jesters show, you probably should. It's uh, it's a great time. We're out here, uh, Grants, New Mexico, right at the moment, and we will be heading off into um, uh, Colorado. God, I had to think. <laughs> heading off into Colorado is where we'll be heading off into next. So if you happen to be out and about in Colorado, come look us up. Uh, it's a great show. It is a great show we have. And, uh, boy, this has been a crazy week. Um, looks like Europe's getting ready to start World War Three again. You know, the cultured elite. You know how they are. They are so cultured and elite, yet they are the ones that... Uh, Start all the wars. <laughs> they started World War One. They started World War Two. And by golly, it sure looks like they're going to start World War Three. I'm glad they're so cultured. Uh, cultured people are so usable. <laughs> Man, I can't tell you. But anyhow, we out here. So go to educatedredneck.com. I've got the tour schedule up into November, because we're out here until December, that's right, four months, four months on the highway, folks, four months of working, and working, and working, because that's what we do, we're out here making a living, making people laugh, and making a living, so, life on the highway, but yeah, there's a, there's a lot to talk about. I mean, Joe Biden's incompetent. Look, they they literally crucified Dan Quayle for one mistake. Biden doesn't even know if he shit his pants or not. And that's not an exaggeration, folks. I've handled somebody 
My dad, for two years, had this kind of dementia. And this man is not well. The fact that making him act well is elder abuse. But they don't care. They really don't care. So here we are. Here we are with a president who doesn't know whether he shit himself or not, a vice president who can't put two words together to create a sentence. So it should be pretty obvious that uh, we've got problems. We've got very big problems in this country. And somebody's going to have to step up to the plate. That's going to have to happen because the country needs some kind of leadership. And right now, the only leader it has is Barack Obama. Oh, Dan. No. We know who's controlling the strings. He's made it very clear how much he hates this country. You know, they've never been proud of America. So that kind of stuff right there, that ought to tell you something. That ought to tell you something right now that we have major problems major problems in this country and nobody's stepping to the plate to save this country. Nobody. So what are you going to do about it? You got an election coming up. You've got an election coming up. So why don't you do something? Why don't you just quit letting them do whatever they want. Why do you reelect the same idiots? That's another question. Why do you reelect the same boobs who do nothing for you? That's a question. Why? Why do you just go in and reelect these dinosaurs? You're not allowed to stay in your job until you die. Why should they? It's a legitimate question, folks. Why should they? I mean, is not running the country something that you want somebody who's lucid doing? Instead of these babbling rejects from an old folks home? Why? Why do you put up with it? That's the question. Because something has to be done. This country cannot go on with this ineffectual president. And he is very ineffectual. But now we just continue marching down the same path. Y'all keep reelecting Democrats who are dinosaurs. The Republicans keep reelecting Republicans that are dinosaurs. Both sides are equally as, um, shall we say, culpable in sending these career politicians that are making millions of dollars off of you while they serve you, air quotes, because they don't serve you anymore. You know who they serve? They serve Big Pharma, Big Business, BlackRock, Temple, all your, your favorite Play along by the numbers, guys. And we used to say that monopolies are bad. 
And they were, and they still are. But now we allow them. We most certainly do. What do you think BlackRock is? BlackRock is an enormous monopoly. That's exactly what BlackRock is. They control rents. They control housing. They control business. They control radio. They control everything. And they control the message, too. So, you know, when you get to a certain state, see, that's why they, monopolies caused the first big crash. That's why they broke all the monopolies up. Remember when Ma Bell was monopoly? This is another example how monopolies are bad. Remember back in the day, having to have a card. You had to have a card, and you had to go to a pay phone or a phone, and you had to put in about 100 different numbers. And for that, you got the brilliant long-distance cost of like $2 a minute. Now long-distance is free. Why is long-distance free? Well, long-distance is free because monopoly was broken up, competition was brought in, and when you introduce competition into anything, well, you lower the price. That's what competition's always been about, lowering prices. But you don't want to hear that. You don't. And so here we are with monopolies, price controls that are hidden. It's like I, I, I call regularly for hotels, and you'd be surprised at how many are owned now by one conglomerate. There's no longer mom-and-pop stores running hotels. It's controlled by gigantic conglomerates is who it's controlled by. The rarity is the individual hotel anymore. The rarity is the mom-and-pop business anymore. It's all being shuttled towards monopolies. So anyhow, there's a, a bunch of stuff to talk about today. So we're going to uh, get our first break out of the way and go pick up Herman, and we'll be right back. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour date, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias. But they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. 
Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say so. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. We all know that times are tough and things are really expensive right now. So why not save a little bit of your wallet as well as the landfill? Marty.com carries high-quality products at low, low prices, sometimes up to 70% off of retail. I just got a wonderful package of beef jerky for one cent sent to my house through Marty.com. Marty.com offers high-quality products at discount prices. Why? Well, sometimes products are seasonal or overstocked or packaging just changes. It's still great quality food, but it's going to end up in the landfill if we don't find some way to distribute it. And leave that to Marty.com. Now, if you want to save a little extra today, you can get $20 off your first order by going to our Facebook group for Dynamic Word Bible Studies and picking up a discount code there. So check out Dynamic Word Bible Studies at Facebook and find Marty.com on our comments. You'll be able to get this free discount code. It's going to give you $20 off, and it's also a great way to support our show and to keep those landfills light, and to save some money in your wallet. And I'm all about saving money. So check out Marty.com. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle and you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. Did you know that every time you swipe your debit card, those behind-the-scenes transaction fees make the big banks even richer? In 2016 alone, these fees added up to $60 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. Well, what if there was a way to have the convenience of a debit card, but reroute those fees from the banksters to organizations actually doing good in the world? Organizations that protect the environment or feed hungry children 
what if your swipes could literally change the world? Well, Groundswell SPC has found a way to do just that. We've designed a Visa debit card program that shares transaction fees with your favorite cause. Groundswell partners with nonprofit organizations that promote the card to their supporters. Their supporters then use the card to power the mission of the nonprofit. It's a win-win-win for everyone, except the big banks, of course. Groundswell is about to launch its first cards into market, and we're inviting you to be part of this movement as an investor in the company. Go to WeFunder.com backslash Groundswell card to learn more. Set up a free WeFunder account and invest in Groundswell today and get your money on mission. And we're back, and we've got Herman. Again, we have a Herman Hurston sighting, and he's in the building. What's up, Herman? What's up, buddy? What's going on, man? Yeah, another show, but not quite bi-coastal. Uh, now I'm in New Mexico. Okay, and, okay. Yeah, I'm in uh, Grants, New Mexico is where I'm at right now. Grants, mobile. New Mexico. Yep, I'm just, uh, I'm outside of, it's just east of Gallup, New Mexico, if okay. most people know where Gallup is. Um, a little town, little desert town. Um, had a show last night at a junkyard brewery. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> I hope the show wasn't garbage, you know. (laughs) It was interesting, man. This guy, it's really funny because you can tell people who are uh, determined to make it, which shall we say. Uh, Uh It's a junkyard, so that's one use for the property. It's a brewery, so that's another use for the property. It's a bar. So that's another use for the property, and it's one of these harvest hosts. Now, most people don't know what harvest hosts are. Um, Harvest hosts are you can pay a yearly membership fee to this thing called harvest host, and you can park your RV for free at all these different businesses across the United States. Mm. So he's really – you gotta be you gotta be an entrepreneur to a different level to remain successful with the headwinds being created by this government. Oh yeah, you must be. You and, must and that's be. what everybody forgets. And this is this is what bothers me. This is what gets me angry. The government has no money, none, zero, zilch. Everything they get, they get by taking. Yeah. That's everything they get. They get by – you and I had this conversation one time. Fifty percent of your income goes out in taxes. And if you don't believe me, total up every tax, and that includes all fees because all fees are taxes. So mm-hmm. if half of your paycheck is taken, when does it become slavery? Yes, because it's taxes, free, it's taxes, fees, registration, slavery, because that's what it is. Because you yeah, have nothing left. That's right. You're working for nothing. Slavery. Yes. Yes. And, and how and much know, is the, enough? And the only thing that the government offers you is if you join the government, 
you can retire early, but you must risk your life to do so. And if you yeah. live, you'll become one of the lucky ones. And that's if you can even get the, the care that you're supposed to get where a lot of these people can't. Thank you. We, we talk about we, – we talk a big game when it comes to our veterans, but as far as delivery goes, you know we don't deliver. No, we don't. You have to follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up, follow up in order to get anywhere. Yes. You have to be a dogged, persistent person to get something that was promised to you. Yes. Yes. Now, first of all, it's promised to you in secret because you don't even know it's a promise because when I got out of the military, I knew nothing about what was due to me. If you don't study for yourself, and find out things extra, you won't, you don't, you won't know. Period. That's just how it is. And see, that's wrong. That's wrong. It's funny because you guys have to beg for your benefits, the veterans, yet the illegals coming across the border are treated like they served in World War II. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's true. That is so true. That is so true. Because right now they're setting up for illegal immigrants in a lot of cities across America. Yes. You know that, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. And, 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 and they like, give them everything. They give them hotel rooms. They give them food. They give them doctors. They give them free um, college. These are people who contributed zero to this country. Could they, could they be brought here to turn against us in this country? This is the question I'm asking because I'm looking at some of these immigrants coming in. These aren't women and children. These no. are strong, healthy, robust men. Strong. I mean, bigger than a lot of men you find in America. And then oh, yeah. stronger than a lot of men you meet in America because, remember, American men are being LGBTQ'd. Oh, yeah. They're so, being deballed in record numbers. Yeah. There you go. Their balls are now Christmas ordinance for a tree. They don't, you know, a dead tree. See, that this is what they're doing. They're being deballed and and then, and then they're migrating guys that know nothing about our homosexual ways in our country, and their countries are fighting against it, but you're inviting them over as immigrants. Hold it now. You're inviting people who don't believe in the LGBTQ over. They have no clue. No. You know. It, it's sad so, to sit here and watch the destruction. So America is not known for its World War One and World War Two and all this. Now we're known for sissy boys. Yeah, America is the land of sissy boys. If you want to be a sissy boy, come to America, and you can have your rights as a sissy boy. That's that's what it is. Well, see, you've got to destroy the male because the male is the one that will stand up. Yeah. So you must destroy him, deball him, take away his toxic masculinity, And make him a good little slave boy. And see, women don't realize while you're fighting for your rights, you're actually taking away your protection. Yeah. You're fighting for your rights and taking away your protection. If you look at another man and say, oh, this is my girlfriend. Well, that's one more person standing behind you when an attack comes. Oh, yeah. Because they ain't going to run to the front to fight. No. 
Well, see, we've conned ourselves into believing that nothing bad can ever happen here. Yeah. We have conned ourselves into thinking that we will always be number one. We'll always be the best. We'll all, hey, everybody has their day. Everybody's day will come to an end eventually. That's history. And all you got to do is look at history, understand that we're in a bad place. America is strong because it owns the strongest slaves. That's why America is strong. America is based off the backbones of people, not the dollar. The human dollar was an African, and they, they explain it. You want to talk about where the economy started in America? Oh, that's where it started, blackbacks, not, you know, serious. There was nothing that you had us and cotton. So everything stemmed from us and cotton. That's it. And indentured servant, and then they treat the white people and believe in, oh, well, you were better. You're just an indentured, you're an indentured servant. Okay. Yeah, that's you're all not you a are. Slave. Huh? That's all you are is an indentured service. That's all they You're is. an indentured, but you're better than the slaves. This is what we want you all to know. You guys are indentured slaves. <laughs> but you're better than the slaves. You, this is what I want you to know, okay? <laughs> You know, it's sad that, you know, we see it, but so many people don't. They believe that they are free. They believe that they are individuals. They believe they're not beholden to the government. But that's all lies. But you know what I told my dad today? Exactly what you're saying. You said belief. Okay, it's like this. You can believe in anything. But most times when you're believing, if you turn it in two words, you will be leaving your own common sense and senses. Yes, period. You will be leaving understanding. You will be leaving truth once you believe in whatever they're trying to actually transmit into your brain. If you believe that, this is what they're trying to get you to do, believe in something. Not yourself, not in your own identity, not in your own truth, but believe in what we're saying to be your truth. There's no denying you know that. Saying? There's no denying then, that. Once you believe in what we've transmitted to, for you to believe the truth, then it's the truth. People will not believe, and I probably said it last week, but I'm going to add it to this again. Klu Klux Klan and the organized Muslims are the same group of people. I repeat, the Ku Klux Klan and organized Muslims that pick up Muslims from jail are the one and the same. Period. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. They tell us that they're fighting against one another to do X, Y, and Z, against one another to do X, Y, and Z, but no, they actually are together as one. They are together as one as a people. The Ku Klux Klan established itself under the Quran, and their leader is called the Quran by his 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 hat he wears, just like you know the Grand Poobah from the from the from the Flintstones. Yes, well, that's the that's the Ku Klux Klan. Yeah. Okay, that's the Ku Klux Klan, the Grand Poobah, and what they're doing with with this this the Ku Klux Klan. So therefore, when they established things in 19, what was 19, I want to say, don't quote me on it, but let's go back to 19, 
15, okay? The Ku Klux Klan is already established in 1915. They have their crescent moon, and they have all these things that they had, okay? Yep. Now, the same crescent moon that is on the Ku Klux Klan's robe is the same crescent moon on Elijah Muhammad's robe, okay? When you look at the top of the hat of a Ku Klux Klan leader, the hat says Quran. What do the Muslims study? The Quran. Okay? Yeah. So therefore, that meant Elijah Muhammad and the head of whoever was the head of Ku Klux Klan were in cahoots along with the government. If you tie the Ku Klux Klan, the Muslim organization, and the government to, together, then who do you trust? Well, see, this is what's funny. And, and this, this, is, this is where the whole government thing you're talking about comes into play. Mm-hmm. The CIA developed the term conspiracy theory. Yeah. And they developed that to discredit people who do exactly what you just did, connecting the dots. It's like when you get remember, – remember you used to do the old connect the dot shit. You got a thing, yeah. there's just a bunch of dots on a piece of paper. It doesn't look like anything but a bunch of dots on a piece of paper until right. you start drawing between the dots, and then, bang, you got a picture of a dog. It was dots, yeah, but it was a dog. And yeah. then if you just said to somebody hand them that paper and go, this is a dog, and they didn't connect the dots, they'd go, you're nuts. But then when yeah, you connect the dots – then that's when they can say, oh, it's a dog. Yes. Yes. So that means and there's so many dots, dots to connect right now. There's so many dots yes. to connect. And you just connected dots. Again, I've never connected those dots. Mm-hmm. And but the worst now, thing in the world is to get with you and you get with me and we connect these dots together. And exactly. then you say, well, what are you all, what are these guys talking about? And I'm telling you, we're connecting things together that should not be connected. So you know what exactly. that means? Education is the adaptation to one's environment. Education Ooh. is the adaptation to one's environment. When you adapt to your environment, you discover things. When you, dis- when you discover things, you, share, you, you, you discuss and share things. This yeah. is what breaks the conspiracy theory. And conspiracy theorist. Yeah. This is what breaks that. You know? That's the whole thing, to try to convince people that just because you can't see the dots connected doesn't mean they don't connect. And that's where the government, Mm -hmm. once people as a group start connecting the dots, like we've started connecting the dots in America, finally, about Big Pharma and how they dump millions if not billions into Washington, D.C. to write laws because everybody goes, oh, the FDA approved it. So it has to – the FDA is bought and paid for. Your government is bought and paid for. This is not a conspiracy theory. This is the facts. This is what's going on right now. Yes, and when you say connecting the dots, I was talking to Howard yesterday and speaking of you know connecting the dots. I was just saying to him, you know, imagine it. Outside, right where you are, you look up in the sky and you see a clear sky, okay, because that's all you're allowed to see. If you could see what is hidden in that clear sky, 
There's a whole network of things going on above us that we can't see. And people say, oh, yes. man, you're tripping. I said, no, no. because they've been, they've been able to cloak and do things that we don't know about for years. Because if not, how do you have cloaking devices on Star Trek? How do you have cloaking devices on uh, uh, Battlestar Galactica? Uh, how do you do this? How do you have these understanding of these theories on Planet of the Apes? Look at what they're showing you. How do you have the movie Avatar? If they don't have these things, then how can you describe these things in, movie to, in movies to which do not exist? How do you make things that don't exist transcribe into things that we can understand their existence in a way that you can describe it, but we never heard of? So how did that happen? Yeah. How does that happen? See, that's why people don't understand to educate yourself about certain things. You have to first stop believing in things that you have not identified for oneself. How can you have identified nothing but believe that it's possible yet probable? How can you have a lack of experience and never know that you've ever done it before, but you believe from someone else's theory that it is possible? You know what I'm saying? Yes. Like everybody says, the world is round. How do you know that they're not panning back from a plate? It's still that's, a circle. That's the thing you and I have talked about. Again, the knowledge you personally can experience versus the knowledge that you're told. Yes. The knowledge you personally experience versus the knowledge that you're told. You know, and that's something that people don't want to deal with. That's what we argue all day based on theoretical process. It's like when we talked about gravity is default by talking that about density. Well, see, that's the other up. thing. I, I saw that same thing you're ta- uh, I think you're talking about, where a guy says mm-hmm. it's more electrical than it is, magne- uh, than it is the gravity. Yeah. He, he says because you can alter the, ele- the electrical fields and make things float. Yeah, so, because – you know, yeah. in the 1800s, you had 1800s. You had the abilities to make things float in the 1800s. You had floating vehicles. The same vehicle that you see, matter of fact, when you watch uh, X Men, right? Yep. You remember? You know Xavier, right? Yep. Okay. During that movie, there's there's sometimes you'll see them. Uh, they fly in these things. They look like the the chariot that was on a horse, but it doesn't have the wheels. Okay, it looks yep. like one of the like the back of a chair. You ever seen that before? Yeah, I have. I've seen the video too from the military of that exact thing you're describing flying. Thank you, thank you. Now they show you these things in movies as as a make believe and imaginary thing that was created for cinematography. But we have to realize in cinematography, even though it's cinematography, you're still recording something that is real. Yeah. You hear what I'm saying? You had to yeah. create it. Period. Just like when people say, I read the Bible. Okay, you read the Bible. But before the Bible existed, the stories to which were written down had happened. Yes. Somebody recorded events. That's all everything written is, recorded events. I don't care whether you call it religion, whether you call it law, whether you call it politics, whether you call it college. There are written events that someone else established to be important and taught you that it should be important to you also, period. And then we take those written events, we try to call them fables, stories, and uh, made-up things. Like back then, they didn't have time to make shit up because they're too busy trying to survive. 
So they were no. actually reporting everything that happened, but we call them Aesop's fables, uh, uh, the old uh, uh, story of Jason and the Argonauts. That that's yeah. just that that's just storytelling. No, yeah, that was what was happening. They did fight Cyclops. There were giants. There were dragons. These were all things that were there. But because now we call them fables, we believe they're made up. Yet we believe in dinosaurs, but we don't believe in dragons. We believe in dinosaurs, yet we don't believe in mermaids. Right. You know, we don't believe in fairies. We don't believe in a lot of different things. That How do you not understand that they must exist for you to even have them in your imaginary uh, thought to be able to make them manifest into something that becomes an idea? Yeah. Hell, okay. the Indians have been speaking of Bigfoot before we even got on the Bigfoot craze. Yes. And and what is this when you go to other countries and they, you see them interacting with a man that's 18 feet tall? Yes. Okay. Where, okay, like they have museums with cars that are like the size, like 10 times the car size of the cars we're driving, but who were they made for? Where were the steps, those gigantic steps at all these temples? Yeah, who were they made for? And notice one thing. Why were the doorways to most of these buildings shrank? Okay, if you go look at all the, the, all the old historical buildings, they have big, giant entranceways, right? But when you think down, when you look, they've been tiered down to our side. Yes. They blocked off the giant entranceways and made some small corridors to fit where we are now. So collectively, yes. people don't understand, too. People are not the colors that we think we are. Because of the atmosphere, brown people, which we call black people, we're not brown people and then we're not black people. We're rusting. Period. Like, like copper. The atmosphere is affecting us like copper. So whatever they're doing in this atmosphere, once the atmosphere is released the proper way, you will see people start to look like Avatar. You have turquoise and burgundy, and uh, you may have a fuchsia person. You may have an orange. You may have a yellow. You may have a green, multi-shade. Yeah. The rainbow has something to do with us collectively. When when you start talking and thinking about things, we're the only people, we've messed up our lives so bad as human beings by going against the nature of life itself. And by going against the properties of nature and life itself, you end up in a situation to where you're not doing things according to what God or what you call the natural being prior to. Because everyone collectively, everything collectively does what it's supposed to do. Like I said, an ant is an ant. A bear is a bear, goat is a goat, sheep is a sheep, lamb is a lamb. You never see a goat and a lamb just mate. Right. You you don't you don't see a, a male a, a, a giraffe humping on a, a a male giraffe. You don't yeah. see two female giraffes laid up together because it's non-productive in nature. Right. And nature so is about yeah. carrying on, procreating. And being. Yes. So if you want to think about it, it's like an Obama nation again. And, and people say, well, Herman, Obama is a brown guy. 
You all been waiting for the president for so long. You finally got you a black president. And first of all, I'm not black. Second of all, Obama's not my president. Third of all, his name is Obama. And the last thing you say is abomination, and you put it together, it says abomination. So now I must study the abomination that has come. No matter what people want to inflate as being important, I must understand and overstand not to underestimate the person who taught us not to procreate. I don't care who you think he is. I'm looking at the obvious. I don't care about who you voted. We finally got a black man in office. Hey, hey, pies on. I'm not agreeing with this. I don't even think Obama, see, I can't even say this. I don't even think Obama is a part of this country for real. I'm I'm not a Donald Trump fan or not. I'm not a Obama fan or not. I just know Donald Trump is not a part of this country. Donald Trump is not a part of the corporation, right? He's a part of the country, Okay. He's fighting the corporation, and we are brainwashed by the corporation. So, of course, what Donald Trump's talking about is silly. But it's just as silly as them talking about arresting a man that has full security for the rest of his life. Yeah. Okay. Secret it's a waste, it's a waste of a hole to pour money down to distract you from everything they're doing. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and we have to be about careful about like Kuwait right now. Everything you're talking about what's going on and no, what, what is that Kuwait, right? No, uh, where are they at right now? Ukraine. Oh, the other place. Ukraine, right? Okay, everybody talking about what's going on in Ukraine. Ukraine has been mastermind as a place for all these elites to be able to do a lot of things. Now, yes, you're funneling things through Ukraine, and right now they said that the underground mass children being abducted and the mass eating of people and the mass missing women is all going through Ukraine. So now we're saying we have this big war with Ukraine. But they say if you go into the, the real real time uh the real time studies of Ukraine and go into their real cameras, there's no war. And the reason why I know this to be true because when I went to Desert Shield, Desert Storm, yeah, there was a war in a designated area. Okay? Yep. There was a war in a designated area, and the war in the designated area is, like, specifically for this, whatever they're trying to build to get you to see. Yeah. Whatever they're trying to get you to see. And whatever you're trying to get you, but whatever they're trying to get you to see is an illusion. And once you start thinking of, stop thinking about what they're talking about, you come into your into your senses, like we are right now, coming into our own sense of, of 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 what we collectively have seen for ourselves and what we've experienced for ourselves, and how we can put it with the things that you say is supposed to be right, but they're not going the way that you're supposed to see them happening. You know what I mean? I do. So, therefore, these people want us to do a whole bunch of things according to what they're saying and not the things according to what we need to be doing. They don't want us to think for ourselves. No. They don't want you to wake up to what's being done to you. And it's being – and that's what's funny. We have a country that's running trillion-dollar deficits, yet we're spending billions in a place that we have no business being. Yeah. Spending billions in a place that we have no business at being. 
And if they keep going the way they're going right now, we're, we must be in a prison. This America must be some type of uh, experimental prison camp with rich people running it. Period. Because you have 25% of the people are in jail. 25, a quarter of this nation is locked up. But it's higher than, higher than even Russia. Yes. We live from incarceration. When we got rid of slavery and indigenous, we went to incarceration. It is yeah. true. And in order for, in this nation, in order to keep this nation going, it must stay in a negative state. So if you say, who is Lee Alacoca? Well, Lee Alacoca and, and, and Herb Gotti, who are these guys? Well, these are the guys that run hip-hop, but at the same time, if they run hip-hop, they also are the top investors in all prisons that are being built around the, around the land. So if you own the music production, you know what it's best to do? Lead these people to jail, because I own the prison system. And, and the government the debt, makes uh-huh. money from the prison system. Thank you. So if you look at if people say, okay, now I'm going to mind my business, Dan, and I'm going to do it like this. All right, we can, do, we can talk like this because it's a black and white situation with us. Dan, let me go study hip-hop and tell you what I found out. And then you go and study country music and find out why they're so damn depressed. Think about yeah. it. Yeah. Country music is never about happiness. I lost my girl and lost my dog. I lost a loss, a loss, and it was bad and it was terrible and trying to get it back. And there's a few songs of goodness in there. A few songs, but you got to go through all the damn misery to get to a good song. Yes. And it's all about, and you and I agree on this, manifestation of what you want. And so if you're always negative, everything that will be in your life will be negative. This is what happened. You go, they got jazz music, right? Jazz music was more about, hey, let's just chill out and have a good time. Everything is smooth. You know what they turn jazz into? The blues. Yep. I ain't got much money and... Life is hard as hell. Why do you everything? You know, when you start looking at music, man, if there's any music that comes out good, you got to check. See, number one, like with disco, it was good music, but they were trying to change your sex in disco. Oh, yeah. Disco was all about sex and and. It was, it was, see, that's funny. It's also when we, back when we used to write about sex without being vulgar and straight out into the open. Yeah. Now it's, it's just, it's, it's changed a hundred percent to people just singing about being whores. Just, just straight whores. No, no, just straight class, whores. Not, no, you know, no class, my wet pussy, all this other shit, you know, sweat <laughs> running down your balls, all this other shit. I mean, it's not the same. And, and it is just how we're swinging from one thing to the next, and no one's looking at the change or the tempo or how the graphics are. No one is paying no attention to it. Morals in everything we speak about are out the window. Yes. Everything. You know, morals and values are everything. Everything. You know, we used to have fun with everything we did, and the fun has turned into absurdity. Yes. 
When did this well, it's like, happen? Look what happened in Philadelphia where you have hundreds of kids going down, breaking into stores in complete sight with police there. You and I would have never dreamed of that as childs. No. No. Never. We've never thought of it. Because also we'd have known that when we got home, our parents would have whipped our asses. Yeah, there were consequences. But remember, the government took away consequences, which changes the circumstances. Now the government will protect your children against you. Yeah. Well, it's 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 funny to me because the the one this influencer, I I, I hate that. Oh, I hate that. This that shit just really because most of your influencers turn out to be just blathering idiots. Yeah. Who's standing there screaming? Everybody's got to eat as they're stealing iPhones. Everybody's got to eat as they're stealing <laughs> tennis shoes. <laughs> then she gets busted for something like twenty some felonies, and then she uses her mugshot, which should be something that you're embarrassed by, and she puts it out to raise money, just like Trump used his mugshot to raise. We are in upside-down world where everybody doing horrible things is lifted and glorified, and all the people doing good things are called chumps and idiots and morons. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, because we're glorifying evil. Yes, we are. We are lifting evil up and giving it a platform to speak to the young people, and you can't tell me a young person sitting in school seeing somebody doing illegal shit, getting glory and not getting punishment doesn't affect them. Yeah, that is their example of how life should be lived. That is now their example of how life should be lived. Negativity is the new activity, and it's called our positivity. Like when you change the word bad to meaning good, that's not good. No. Because eventually someone is going to forget that bad meant bad. And you're going to accept bad things as being good. Not oh, only good. All, 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 you gotta, all you got to do to prove that is look at Philadelphia's downtown where people are zombies, on drugs, broad daylight, out where everybody can see them. And nobody that's, cares. That's going on in Philadelphia L.A., Chicago, New York, D.C., and they call – and look, I was in Boston, right? Speaking of that, I'm glad you said that. I was in Boston, and they have area – they have an area that's called the zombie district, the zombie area. Everybody knows about it. It's like a, a, a non-written secret. So they funnel all of the people from the areas, like little areas that got drugged out, they funnel them all to one area. And they're creating these dawn of the dead areas everywhere you go. Yeah. That people say one day there's going to be zombies all over. And they say, well, it's going to be from eating this hamburger. No, that stuff may contribute. But what they're doing, they're collecting zombies from everywhere and putting them in the one area. Okay? Now, what yep. do you think you're going to do if you connect and collect enough of these people like that in one area? Then they all start functioning in some type of dysfunctional society that they create to take over the rest of the world. Yeah. It's every apocalyptic movie from the 80s coming true. 
And again, and everybody, oh, you, you believe in the Illuminati? You damn right I believe in the rich people trying to do evil things as a group. They are no different than anybody else. Everybody can become a group that does something. Yeah. And those people have become that group. Yeah. And they, they become that group of evil. Yeah. They want just what they want. And they don't care about anybody else. They don't care about your beliefs. They are the, the rulers. They see themselves as better than everybody. They go to their meetings. They say in open, we want to reduce population. We want to control your life. You will own nothing and be happy. So they go say exactly what they want to do. But if you bring up what they say, you're the That's conspiracy right. theorist. Correct. Correct. Bill they Gates said what they want to do. They said it in the open. In a room full of people and say, I'm going to cause an issue with mosquitoes, right? And yep. calmly say to the people in the room, I've released a bunch of these mosquitoes in the room with you right now. So you're sitting in a meeting with Bill Gates, and he sits on stage and releases mosquitoes into the atmosphere. Yep. What is he releasing on you? And why are you so comfortable? No, they're out in the no open. No one cares. They're wide open, man, with what's going on right now. You know, you know, I, I don't I don't get it. And they're showing you everything. What was the show called Soiling Green that we keep bringing up? Wasn't it Soiling Green? Yeah, Soiling Green, Demolition Man, uh, all of them. Uh, even, uh, what was it, uh, Total Recall. Yeah. How are they telling you you are eating human meat within hot dogs and hamburgers? Nobody's saying anything. Nobody cares. Nobody cares, man. This, this, they talked about McDonald's so bad now. It's like you know people are brainwashed. You know people yeah. are brainwashed. I, I'm trying to figure out what the hell is all these, all these chicken sandwiches. Yeah. This, what is in the chicken sandwiches? You know what's Chick-fil-A, funny, though? Man, come on. Here's what's funny about these sandwiches and all this processed food. And, and I'm going to tell you from somebody who – you and I both know we, were, we, we grew up in the age of eating fast food. And look what it did to our bodies. But you mm-hmm. and I both have pulled away from all the processed foods, and we both have gone through incredible transformations. Yeah. Yeah. Incredible. Ain't it crazy? And also, as that transformation continues, I don't crave the food I used to crave. No, I don't. I can ride past McDonald's. I used to crave McDonald's French fries. I just wanted yes. Yes. wanted them, wanted them, wanted them. I wanted French fries, French fries, French fries. So I'm doing these French fries and things I'm, I'm craving and everything is going on. And I'll get them everything right. Yeah, man, so we got everything uh, under control in our own mind, but we have nothing in control at all. Right. Nothing. It's crazy, man. It's crazy. And you can't get people to see that. And I know, see, fast food when it started wasn't fast food that we have now. Because back in the day, the old little fast food joints 
were still real hamburgers, still real meat, still real this, not a whole bunch mm-hmm. of stuff in it. It was just good fries and stuff done up. Everything was nice, and you could eat that stuff. And also, you didn't get a gigantic hamburger. You used to get what most people today would scoff at for a hamburger and fries, and our portions were smaller. Now, you know, you got, you know, a Coke the size of 16 small Cokes we used to get and, and burgers that are six of the burgers that we used to eat for a meal and be satisfied. And then you have over half this country obese to morbidly obese and reliant on all these medicines to keep their bodies even functioning because they so screwed them up with what they're feeding their bodies. Yeah. Man, so... Yeah, so I mean, um, keep talking, Dan. I just, I just don't get it. I don't get how people can't see that. We were so reliant. Most people look, look at your friends taking handfuls of pills every day just so that they don't have this or they don't have that. Not questioning why they have this and that. Not looking at how they can change their body so they don't have this and that. Just pop a pill and move down the road. Yeah, no, and see, the thing is, you take it away from all natural aspects of anything. And everything natural is being copied and marketed through pharmaceuticals. So <clears throat> people say, well, how did they come up with pharmaceuticals? Well, they took holistic and natural things and made some artificial. That's why. They imitated the natural. Yes. Why not just stick with the natural thing and leave all the pharmaceuticals alone? Because you can't make money on natural things. But see, all pharmaceuticals were based on petroleum and oil-based products. Yes. That's why everybody's getting sicker and sicker. Also, they're based on the fact that we can patent this formula, but I can't patent nature. No, you can't patent nature. I can patent an imitation thing. Like, I can't patent a tomato, but I can patent a geomodified tomato. Right. See what I'm saying? I can't patent a seeded watermelon, but I can patent a seedless watermelon. Yep. Once you alter it, you can patent it. And so that's the other thing nobody wants to talk about because we're hearing this now. I've heard this in multiple places. The people who took the jab are now considered genetically modified and are not even considered human anymore. No, there are new there are new species. Um, I, 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 I I have to look that up. We're a new species. Anybody that has been injected, uh, injected, you became a new species of human being. Exactly. And all your rights are taken away. All your privileges are taken away because you're no longer a human. No, you're not. You're humanly modified once you've been injected. You're humanly modified. You're no different than that GMO tomato. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. You're no different than a geo-modified tomato. You're no different. <laughs> and, it, and it's so crazy how, thing, uh, how things are done. I agree. No one, no one is talking about it. No one wants to uh, understand what it is and how it affects you. 
that humans. They, just, they just want to say you're a conspiracy theorist, and everything you're saying is made up and fake and all that stuff. Because it's the best way they can do it. Because it's best yeah. to be able to go ahead and just talk around it and not face yes. it. Not face it at all. There's no head-on conversation with things like this. It's just avoidance. Yes. And then if you do bring it up, then you're, you're poo-pooed to some conspiracy theorists because they don't want to face the fact that they fell for it, that they went yes. along with something they never should have went along with. So if you're not speaking the truth. You're just a dummy, and they were the smart ones to listen. Yeah. Like you were talking about, when you were speaking about the comics, you know, you were talking about uh, how the, the comic was joking, the comic saying that we went off and, you know, got health insurance and dental insurance and got ourselves <laughs> got ourselves together, and you had this great comedy career, and that's what it is like. Yeah. I just, it's, it's, I, it's amazing is what it is. And it's amazing that everybody's blind at the same time, and you can speak about things and people act as though they don't even hear what you're saying. Yeah. That, that's what's scary about the situation. Everybody is so – who knew that drugs would be this damn bad back? You know? No. Uh, you, see, when we were younger, they were different drugs. The drugs all worked. Like when we were younger, we had stuff for sinuses and things like that that were very good drugs. And then it it changed somewhere around like 1970-something. And then you started getting drugs for everything, every little – like your leg twitches, take a pill. Your blood pressure's up, take a pill. And in the past, you know, you would go into your doctor and your blood pressure's up, and he would sit there and start discussing your diet with you. Now yeah. you go in and your blood pressure's up because, oh, your blood pressure's up. Take this pill. Not a discussion about one about your activities, your what you're doing. It's just take this pill. And then the pharmaceutical rep comes in and tells the doctor, hey, if you prescribe this many of this pill, I'll give you this much money. And so the doctor's like, well, damn, that's all I got to do? So everybody comes in and got anything that pill can be prescribed for, he prescribes it. And as they do. And they become good at it. Once we start accepting it, they just start doing it over and over and over and over again. Yeah. Look at all the drugs out there. And, and like I say, I do this joke on stage. There's so many side effects. Every commercial, a minute long, 15 seconds of it is the benefits, benefits, air quotes, of the drug. And then the other 45 seconds is some guy mumbling about your ass leaking in the background. Yeah, but if you think about it, you go in to get a drug, right? And they say, well, you have this drug that's recommended. It has one thing it's supposed to help you, you know, prevent or help you, or help the effects of it, you know, help you get over the effects of symptoms. Now, if you have one drug that has one, one greatness and it has 10 side effects, okay, 10. Now, the chance of you getting better is 1%. Yeah. You got Ten times the possibility of getting sick because you got ten side effects versus one purposeful meaning. Yes. Now you would take a risk on ten things effing you up to get one thing corrected in your body. Yes. Talk about throwing the baby up, out with the bathwater. And then if you look up every symptom, 
And this is what's key. Once you look up every symptom or possible change from the medication, each one of those effects has a drug for it. And each one of those has side effects of each one of those. So by the time you take 10 pills to get better, you're almost up to 100 times possibility of something else taking you out. Yeah. And, see, we've been taught to trust Trust them. They know what. No, they don't. They don't know what they're doing. You are the guinea pig. They will look at how many drugs. Look at the list of drugs that the FDA says was perfectly safe that were later removed because they were destroying people. Oh, and then they made lawyers to sue their own companies to direct where the funds will go if they were ever sued. Exactly. It's all a big circle. A big circle jerk. (laughs) Everything's a big circle jerk. That's what it is. Everything's a big circle jerk. And when you're running from one thing, it leads you to another trap. Yeah. And that's because no one ever sat down and looked at it overall and looked at You need to be looking at the situations in this country just like we stare at the earth from afar. You need need, need to (laughs) be Sad, Herman. Well, I got to do this. I'm going to take a quick break so we can get our break in, and then we'll have the run right, to the end of the show. We've already been on for an hour. You know that? Yeah, that's how we do, man. We just keep on flowing. <laughs> All right. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back to make the downhill run to the end of the show. Hang on. We'll be right back. All right. That's right. The Jokers and Jesters Comedy Tour is back on the road. We are currently promoting our second Amazon Prime special, Jokers and Jesters, the next special. We will be touring small towns across this great country of ours. So for our tour dates, follow us on Facebook at Jokers and Jester Comedy Tour or at our website, jokersandjester.com. It's a great night of music, laughter, and magic. Don't miss us as we come to a small town near you. We talk a lot about the kingdom here and we talk a lot about what most churches are afraid to talk about or don't even know to talk about which is what the first century church was really doing. But just talking about it is not enough. We encourage everybody to join us uh, in their local neighborhoods, in their local communities, to find out more about what they can do to seek the kingdom of God and His righteousness. Gather with others who are already starting this road or starting to turn around and do things differently. Join us on thelivingnetwork.org or at hisholychurch.org, go to the network links, or go to preparingyou.com, join the network there. It's all the same, and we'll try to hook you up with people in your local area. They will not be perfect. They don't walk on water. They are not necessarily saints, but they are talking about seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And join us on Facebook, facebook.com, His Holy Church, all one word. 
join us there. We'll give you updates so you can start doing some studying and thinking about these things and start looking into these things for yourselves. But it's just not enough to sit and listen or to talk about or to say. You must become a doer of the Word. Hello, Freedomizers. I am Broccoli Man. When I am not fighting crime, I listen to the Proof Negative radio show. I am the Wire Ripper. Not only do I forbid you to listen to Freedomizer radio and the Proof Negative radio show, I am going to demand you wear a mask and get your naked body scan. We need to protect one world government. You getting the real information hurts a crime syndicate. Do not listen to Proof Negative. You must now disrobe this instant so I can check your person for a constitution or cash money. Anyway, listen to Proof Negative on Freedomizer Radio. Weeknights 9 p.m. to midnight Eastern. 6 to 9 p.m. Pacific Time. Freedomizerradio.com Most people say they hate wearing shoes and would go barefoot if they knew they were allowed. People say it all the time on their social medias. But they are worried that someone will say something to them. So everyone wears the cheapest flip-flops with the least amount of fabric on them. Most people do not even know that it's completely 100% legal to go barefoot into a store. Most people think that driving barefoot is illegal, but it isn't. Driving barefoot actually is safer than wearing most shoes. Going outside barefoot for a walk is one of the healthiest things you could do, but most people are afraid someone will say so. Or they quote the myths and the rumors that their grandma told them years ago. The fact is, there are no laws against driving a car, going to a store, or eating in a restaurant barefoot. So don't give in to bad fashion, hurt heels, or a broken flip-flop. For more information, please check out barefootislegal.org or find us on your favorite social media. Earthing, also known as grounding, is the act of touching our body's skin directly to the earth, just like our ancestors did as they slept, sat, and walked on the ground nearly every day of their lives. This simple connection allows Earth's natural negative electrons to enter the human body, pacifying dangerous free radicals, which, if left unchecked, can cause severe damage to cells that can lead to many chronic diseases. Ground Therapy's patented process and suite of products were designed for you to experience all the benefits of grounding in your busy and modern lifestyle. And you'll experience the benefits of grounding within the safety and comfort of your home or office throughout the entire day, just as if you were touching the earth itself. The information is provided for general informational purposes only. The contents are not intended or implied to be a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Ground Therapy Incorporated makes no representations about the efficiency, appropriateness, or suitability of any specific tests, procedures, treatments, services, opinions, healthcare providers, or other information that may be contained in or available through the information provided. And we're back. We're back. Got the commercials out of the way for the rest of the show. So, um, yeah, it's amazing to me, Herman, because... I watched my parents who believed in the system, who went to the doctors and just followed the doctor's orders, and they had a box of pills that every week they – yeah, they had to fill – you know, they were taking 7, 10, 
pills every two or three hours during it, it was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And every pill created another problem that a pill was given to take care of. And and it's so obvious that thousands of dollars was spent by insurance. It's a big circle jerk. And over and over again. Over and over, like this person makes money off of this person making money off this person. And none of them, all the ones that are supposed to be concerned for your health, really give a shit about your health. No. They, they care about, about the dollar. Yeah. Yes. Their vacation, their next home, their next advantage. Yes. That's what they worry about. And that's a fact. And nobody wants to hear that. Because everybody's brainwashed into the big whatever this is. Everybody. Even if you think you know what you're talking about, you're going to still do something to protect the individuals that try to destroy you. Yeah. Well, we're, we're sold the belief. We're sold the belief that there are representatives, which is in the past they were because they didn't make money in Washington. Now people go into Washington. Look at look at Acacia Cortez Cougar Mellencamp. That bitch was a bartender with no money. And now she has $23 million, and she did that on $175,000 a year in the most expensive city in the United States. You can't tell me. I want to know her financial planner because, damn, man, that's a miracle. Yeah. Depending on who you are. But she lines her pocket, lines her pocket, and sits there and goes, wears a dress that says, eat the rich, when she herself is the rich. Yeah, you, when you look at what's going on, you look at how they, what went on in Hawaii, and then you have someone like Oprah and, and The Rock saying, hey, we need to build money to raise money to help the people. What? You have enough money between you two to help the people. Hey, maybe Ukraine can help them. Yeah, maybe Ukraine. <laughs> or maybe you can redirect some of the funds going to Ukraine. And we well, they overpaid them $8 billion. They found that out. They overpaid the same government that wants to track $600 expenditures from its people, overpaid Ukraine $8 billion, with a B, billion dollars. Yeah, they're concerned about your $600 transaction, and you can't open your eyes and understand your government is so freaking corrupt that they don't care for you. They don't give a shit about you. They're going to milk you dry, crash this country, and you're going to suffer, and they're not going to suffer. Well, I'm going to tell everybody from the brother man's perspective, I've always been in that position in America, period. That's the only position I know in America. I know no position of prosperity other than the fact of the matter is an individual, knowing that America is possible yet probable, but as far as someone saying, hey, I back you as what we call a black man in America, I don't understand at all what anybody, no politician, nobody has ever backed me. You know, I've always been having to make it on my own. So, therefore, like I tell everybody, no, you can't trust anybody. There's no, no one that you can truly trust except for your truly yourself. Yeah. You can and have a small group of friends. Yeah, yes. a small group of friends. 
And not a big group of friends, though, because there's a lot of people who pretend to be your friend who ain't your friend. Thank you. Thank you. Because, well, we know that because me knowing you, you knowing me from a direct understanding that we talk to each other and say, hey, man, you talk to so-and-so, well, he doesn't like you. You know, so-and-so, man, he doesn't care for you. And we're like, but we talk to him. You see what I'm saying? Yep. We still talk to them, give them respect, even though you're standing in my in my face, and later on I found you don't respect me because you would go and talk behind my back because that's how I found out information that they said about you and vice versa. Come on, are you serious? Because people don't think that I would talk to you, and people don't think that you would talk to me. Yep. So therefore, they believe people... the bullshit they've been fed. And so because yeah. they believe it, then they can't see how you and I could possibly be anything. Because if I hear anything about your name, I won't even say anything. I'll just be quiet. And I'll let whatever they have to say process. Because evidently, you don't know that I know him. The truth. So feel free. Let me hear what you got to say. The reason we are friends is we're both real. We both say to each other exactly what we want to say, and we know the other person won't take it in an offensive way, and we'll sit and listen to what we just said and try to figure out what the meaning was behind it. Yes. Yes. Because we only share with each other things to try to make each other better. That's it. Because, and that's what I love. I never try to debate your point as being wrong, and you never try to debate my point as being wrong, ever. No. It's never like that, you know. And I've been around people who are people that continues to debate, and it's like, are you, do you believe in what, what's being said? Why are you debating so much? <laughs> <laughs> it's the truth. It's the truth. Yeah. It's the and, truth. And if everybody would start waking up, there's time to save. Because there, there is a good concept in, in open markets and people being able to sell their products and, and do it on an open market. But this, what we have now is not an open market. It's a controlled no. market. It's controlled by the government. The big people with money pay the government money to make the market impossible for somebody small to deal with. Yes. Yes, it's a monopoly. Yes. We are in a big monopoly game right now. Yes, and this is what's going on. Black is the biggest monopoly in the world right now, and they control – they have their BlackRock. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are the biggest threat to America right now in my opinion. Because then they eat up – like, then they suck up companies like Philip Morris and other companies. They just – they own, well, they, own, they, they own something like a trillion dollars worth of Fortune 500 companies. They control radio stations. They control TV stations. They control food products. They control housing. They control – they have their fingers in every single thing you can have your fingers in. Mm-hmm. They are as evil mm-hmm. as it gets. Yet the government allows them to exist. The same government 
that made all the antitrust laws after the first big crash to destroy. And I'll give you the prime example. Again, I've said this before. Ma Bell. Ma Bell was a monopoly allowed to operate in this country for years. That's how Ma Bell got so big. And if anybody doesn't remember when Ma Bell was the only phone company, they don't remember that if you talk to somebody long distance like you and I are doing right now, it was 3 to $5 a minute. Mm. And because mm. of competition, because Ma Bell got broke up, long distance is free. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and that's true. And so you used I used to have four and five hundred dollar phone bills trying to contact bookers and send to veils and all that stuff like that. Now my phone bill's seventy dollars a month and I can talk as long as I want. I can run my computer on it, I can access the internet on it. Wow. Do you know what I was a desert storm? I've had phone bills upward of, of eight, nine hundred thousand dollars. Yes. Yes, and you were probably using one of them cards where you had to punch in 20 digits to get a discount yeah. rate. Yeah, 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 yeah. That and was now, that if you were over there, you could talk for nothing. I think about all the money we lost in the process over the years of paying exactly. high phone bills. Exactly. And also, the money we were spending back then was way more valuable than the money now. I remember my first cell phone and how expensive a cell phone bill was. Yes. I had four or $500 cell phone bills. Yes. And so you realize how to use them and what, you know, you could just be willy-nilly with the cell phone. Yeah, but now you can. Yeah, yeah you can be. You had to be a... Okay, cell phones back then were just like cocaine. It was a rich man's game. Yes. It was a status symbol. Yeah. Yeah. It was a status symbol. Yes. And if you wanted it bad enough, you would afford that status system. You would make and you couldn't afford it. Right. And that was the beginning and those things right there were the beginning of people afford being able to make inflated things affordable like the gym shoes and buying Jordans and buying designer clothes and people made this stuff make something. It was just it's when you can pay five hundred dollars for a cell phone, I guess there's nothing to pay a hundred dollars for a pair of gym shoes. <laughs> <laughs> and see, and then we were sold that by doing this you were a better person. You were a better yeah. person because you had something that somebody else didn't have which made you rich. And yes. That was your status yes. symbol, and it was just – and we got sold on that big lie. And now people are willing to just run themselves in debt to appear to be something they aren't. So someone said, you're wearing Levi's? Yeah, man, I got some good Levi's on. Well, I'm wearing Calvin Klein. I'm yes. wearing Rigolettos. They had all kinds of names. It was just a pair of damn jeans. Yeah, and then you go into the you go into the slums where the poor people live, and they live in a shithole. They don't have anything, but boy, they got an expensive car sitting in the driveway. Yeah, with a pair. And then in that neighborhood, they don't have regular. They got dragon jeans. The dragon jeans are four fifty a pair. <laughs> 
Now you're living in the projects or the trailer park, and you got some expensive jeans and a nice car. Okay? <laughs> it makes no common sense whatsoever. But it's you're sold. It's the image. This is this is all part of the image is everything society that we are mm-hmm. sold. When in the past it was more about being real. Like if I didn't have something or you didn't have something, and Herman would come over to my house and I had extra eggs, I'd give Herman extra eggs, and he'd give me extra tomatoes. We didn't care about you know Herman wearing ripped up jeans. Or, now ripped up jeans are a status symbol. How the hell did that happen? Because once you have the image. It sets off your imagination. You actually become it once you have the image. See, when you, see, when you had the ripped up jeans, you were fine, and you were a nice guy, and you just walked down the street. Once you got the status or the whatever it says gives you the status quo, you walk different. Yeah. You talk different. Okay? So when you possess these things, I had never thought about this till we were saying this right now. When you possess these things, does it become a possession? And is this demonic possession, is it created by you and manifested from your mind because you think you're better than someone or you think you're greater or you think you're something else because something was added to you by this possession? Damn. Damn. You know what I'm saying? I do. And and you can't deny the way people are acting. You, How do you find that? That's... That becomes obvious yeah. when you sit and think about it. Yes. You were okay before you had this. You acquired this item. You you have this possession. Now you, when you put it on or you own it, you become possessed by it. You have to make sure those jeans are treated better than any jeans that you ever had. You make sure those shoes are not scratched like any other shoe you've had. You make sure that car is washed and clean and not, it don't get the leaves on it like the other cars do. See, you have yeah. that possession. Now you're possessed. And that's your whole center is your belongings and not you. Yes. These things now represent you. You and know, that allows the you to be whatever you want to be as a person, terrible, because there's, there's no – your possessions are where your value is, not in how you treat people, not in what you do. So times we understood one thing, and then when you're moving into the physical state, and guys have to really think about this for real. You finally chased down that lady just like you did those jeans, just like you did that car. Only thing is this physical being moves and moves just like you. Once you get a hold of this possession and it's a physical being, now you're possessed by this possession, and now you call her your girlfriend and now your wife, and you're not sure what you're supposed to have for your true life, and you got with somebody and you went to go with them because you want to be happy, but it ends up being misery and strife, it's a possession. Yes. It's a possession. I had to realize this. I'm realizing this in this conversation right now. This ain't like this. nothing I've been thinking about. This is something that's like, ding. I'm like, wow. <laughs> we are, man, when you, think about, when you think about what you went through with your ex and when I think about how much you lost, yeah. what did they lose? What, what did they lose? Nothing. Hmm? Nothing. What did it look? You almost lost your mind, your body, your soul. You were gone. You were all over the place at that time. Think about where you were in life. I'm thinking about where I was in life. 
Was I was in a horrible place. Thank you. I was in a horrible place. Thank you. I was homeless for you, three years. Homeless. See what I'm saying? And when you the only thing that broke that spell was when you told the judge, you will not deal with this anymore. Do what you got to do. Lock yep. me up. See, they had broke you. They That's had broken you. They were satisfied once they knew they had broke you. Then the judge backed off because you're broken. And I told him I wasn't going to play the game. I literally told the judge, you give her one penny more, and I promise you I won't pay anything. And that's when they finally broke. So the key to this all, whether it's women all the way to any other type of possession that we want, we have to stop playing the game. Yeah. That's the key you to have it right to, there. See, that's a hard thing, and that's, that's what they used. To, I was watching testimony where mm-hmm. the uh, – I think it's the NHS, the National Health, whatever, the people who controlled the vaccine mandates tried to say under testimony that they did not make the vaccines mandatory. What the hell are you talking about? You absolutely made it mandatory. You absolutely said you can't go to school if you don't get this. And now they're trying to rewrite history to say they didn't say that. Yeah, you can't go to work if you don't take this. But when they say that, that means if they admit it, that makes them responsible for you losing money and education, and they have to pay for it. So denial is the easiest opportunity. And repeat a lie until it becomes the truth. The truth. Repeat, repeat, repeat. No matter Tell what the they say, no matter because that's what was happening in the hearing where they brought up their own words and they go, "Oh no, that's not what that meant." And there are people actually dumb enough to believe that. But if you sit there and look at it, this was a coordinated worldwide effort, something we've never seen before. And it wasn't even for – there wasn't people dropping dead in the streets. They tried to make it sound that way. They called yeah. everything. If you had a motorcycle crash and you were sick with the Rona and died, they blamed the Rona. They, they admittedly recently said that they inflated the death numbers by as much as 40%. Yeah. That, that's after Everybody the fact. Everybody that came in. That's right. That's after the fact, though. But we knew this – but we knew this going into it. Yes, and we were criticized. We were attacked. People called you and me crazy. Yeah, the whole time. Especially when you just, from the beginning, when everybody was hyped, you say, hey, I refuse to get the vaccine. Everybody said, well, what about, this is where they killed it. Well, you know I got grandparents, and what about going around them? What? The grandparents will mess you up more than you mess them up because they try to kill them. What's wrong with you? <laughs> you know what was killing me? I'm like, it's convenient. We lost all our common sense. We became idiots. Think about this: how convenient it is that all these old people died from the Rona, air quotes, uh, right when they were due all the payments that the government doesn't have the money to pay. Thank you. Now it's time to shell out. What's the best thing to do? Kill all them old mongooses. Kill them. Kill them all. Yeah. They're Get old. They're disposable. 
We're taking care of health insurance, dental. Hell, they're about to die anyway. Just put a wave out and kill them. Plus, the old people remember the old ways, and when the government yes, wasn't end all to be all. We got to get the new kids where they don't have a voice bouncing back against them. We got to eliminate opposition. Old people are still set in their ways, and our opposition that we have to eliminate. And someone might accidentally listen to them, and they may destroy us. Right. So if we can't pay them and we can't bargain with them, what do you do? Kill them. Kill them. You can't pay them. You can't bargain with them. Go ahead and kill them. Just and, the thing is, and what's so sad about this is, to be truthful, they had everybody in the nation that they could pumping that idiocy about that vaccine. So if people would think about it like this, everyone that put someone to get that vaccine you are a contributor to murder. Not only murder, but changing a person into a GMO. Thank you. Thank you. You're a part of murder and rewriting history genetically. And they made you do this and agree with it because by the time we think as people, it's already too late. We're in a group of people, well, go ahead and do it and worry about it later. I don't deal with that type of thing. No, I'm not going to do it and worry about it later. I'm going no. to worry about it now because I can't do a damn thing. If I get the vaccine, then what can I do? Once they tell me, once they tell me what I'm saying is true, now what do I do? I can't get rid of it. No, it can't. This is what we telling people. I can't reverse it. I can't reverse that vaccine. No. I can re- you, but I can say, thank God, I did not take it. No, you and I both stood pretty strong on that. And, every, yeah. and, I, and I got unfriended by a dozen people because I was simply pointing out the fact that the numbers just don't add up. And they the don't. Same, the same people that will cut me off over that vaccine is the same people that won't talk to me because I'm not a Christian. I do not listen to fools. Period. There is nothing on this earth that if you truly believe in God, then how are you convinced about a vaccine? That lets me know right. only of little faith. You can't you cannot believe in God, not the God I believe in, and believe in a vaccine at the same damn time. I'm with you on that. It doesn't even make any unbegotten sense. You're talking like an idiot. And then you want me to follow you into more foolishness and buffoonery. That makes no sense. I already see you can't make decisions for yourself. Already say you see people don't understand. I'm a I okay. You coming from West Virginia, me coming from we were you you grew up around stuff where you ain't tolerate a lot of bullshit. Me neither. That's right. So you're not gonna just stick your thumb up my ass with anything you want to say, and I'm gonna ride it. You understand? Exactly. And these people, I'm riding around walking around a lot of people today. Somebody can stick their thumb up your ass and maneuver you. Yeah. Okay. And I'm saying it like this. I'm not even disrespecting people, but I'm telling you, my father got the vaccine. Okay? Yep. I could not convince my own father. So I know I ain't worried about nobody else. Exactly. I can't worry about other people. I know I'm different. I know I don't think like others. I know I don't move like others. But I know in my life, as we sit here and talk, things ain't happening in my life like others either. 
So therefore, no. I'm not even going to try to be like nobody else. Well, they, I just saw the story today about the Fox News host, Megan Kelly, and she now has an autoimmune disease, and she took the vaccine, and she says she mm-hmm. regrets it. Eric Clapton took the vaccine, has control problems with his hands, regrets yeah. that he took it. Regret. There is story after story after story, and then they just had a country music guy. He was 59 years old, suffered a massive cardiac arrest, and he was vaccinated. Yeah, but you notice they stopped talking about how the oodle the noodle clots was clotting everybody's blood and people dropping dead. They just stopped talking about it. Right. You're not allowed to talk about that because that's misinformation, you conspiracy theorists. No, it's a fact, yeah, They ain't kid. talking about these damn sea urchins growing in your body, all through your veins, <laughs> and through your lungs, going through your arteries. They're not talking about this, man, and it's everywhere. It's you everywhere. Doctors that have shown when they've done biopsies, and they've opened these people's veins, arteries, when they lungs, and you got all this stringy, mozzarella-looking stuff all through your body. What is that? And it not never existed after the COVID vaccine. None of this ever existed. Yeah, and then also you go look at the insurance actuaries where these life insurance companies went from paying out millions a year to paying out billions a year because so many young people are dying. Yes, more than ever before in history. And And nobody's curious. No, they're not curious. They're not even – nobody's asking. Nobody's questioning it. Mm-mm. We're more worried about Aaron Rodgers coming back, whether Deion Sanders and Colorado will fare well in college. Is Oregon natu- naturally that big? Is Shakar Richardson going to win? Who's going to beat Usain Bolt's 100-meter and 200-meter record? See, we're not worried about anything of importance. Well, if you study history, this is Rome. Coliseum. The, the Colosseum, which give them something to go look at and distract their minds so nobody actually thinks. Yeah, and if people don't understand, people say, man, you like the NFL? I say, I watch them niggas for least. <laughs> I watch them. <laughs> I watch them niggas for least because that's what the NFL is, niggas for least. Um, people don't realize that if you can take someone like um, – Bo Jackson, okay? Yep. And you didn't throw him in the Roman games. Bo Jackson could run under four seconds in the 40. Yep. Okay? He was so fast that he took off running doing a uh, a, a little commercial, and they asked him to run the 40. He said he had to open the doors because there ain't enough room. And they clocked him at 3.9. Three, three but it was officially 4.0.3 or something like that. Unbelievable. But when you see these things, just like the ships that can fly, and all these things that manifest that's unbelievable, just like I saw a tombstone one day. I ain't going to talk too long. I saw a tombstone one day watching through some Internet. How in the world do you have dates on tombstones in England that say 7,723? Why did they say that? Huh? Why do you have dates of 6,000, 7,000, and and 5,000? Where do these dates come from? Yeah. Why is it eight years less time 
We're eight years ahead of Ethiopia. Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why is the Ethiopian calendar and the Gorgonic calendar? Why are they so much different? Why do we have twelve months and everybody else has thirteen? Why is that? Yeah. Why is that? You know, functionally, we have to tie some of these loose ends. We're speaking. You're trying to tie loose ends, which makes you conspiracy theorist, Herman. Oh yeah, I forgot. I'm a conspiracy theorist. You're right, Dan. I forgot. I forgot. I got to keep my titles going. <laughs> yeah, quit, quit, quit asking questions because the 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 elite have spoken and they've told us what's what, and you're just trying to go from dot two to dot six, and they 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 can't have that. No. So everything that they don't agree with, look look at Russell Brand. Why is Russell Brand being prosecuted all of a sudden? Because he has the nerve to speak out against the regime. What's the easiest thing to smear somebody with? Sexual charges, because it's her word against his word, especially when it happened years ago. And I say this to anybody who wants to believe these women, this. Where were you, Herman, in, on December 12, 1996? I don't have a flipping clue. <laughs> exactly. So then it becomes somebody's word against your word. There's no facts. There's no fact check. There's no way to prove a thing. It's your word against their word. It's the easiest smear in the world. But with him, I came in. I came to see the conversation because he was what he was then. Yes. So he was ahead of his time being a freak then. So why would it matter now? Because he's saying something against the elite. But the elite allowed him to be who he was. Right, because when he first started, he was playing the game. Just like, yeah, just like Ice Cube is saying he, the, the elite will not allow him. They're stepping in him with the big three. Well, you made a whole lot of movies, useless movies, Ice, Ice Cube. You made a lot of useless movies. Yes. And now you're complaining about the elite after they won't give you your rights to Friday. You own no rights to any movie you've ever made. So you're exactly. supposed to be this great business guy. How did you end up in this situation? Why is it – okay, another thing, Dan. Why is the entertainers never retire? No, they don't. But that is changing. Hang the bell. That is changing. Hang the bell like, here this week. Is leaving Hollywood. There's a couple of them. See, this is the thing. There'll be those that wake up. There'll be those that wake up, and they will leave. But everybody else who wants to stay in the game and play the game and have all the benefits of the game will do everything they're told, will never speak out, and will go along with whatever. Look at Schwarzenegger. Look at fucking Howard Stern made his living off of being a rebel and going against the man, yet he spoke out for the vaccine. Hey, man, once you sell your soul, you have to be manipulated or operated accordingly. If not, they pull the plug on your ass. You already know the deal. Yeah. If you're in the game, you're in the game. If you're not, you're an outsider. You know it's bad when you got uh, when you have Little Wayne on Undisputed looking like the tattoo exorcist. Okay, 
Lil Wayne was like Linda Blair from Exorcist, <laughs> and he's up there doing uh, 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 sports announcements with Skip Bayless. What the fuck? Yeah. How does this go together? I don't know. I don't know. It's it's you. It's like I said. We sit here and we talk, and the more we talk, the more things you question because they don't make sense. You know, the oldest, like the boy said, he's going to take his horse to the old town road. How did Billy Ray Cyrus and him get together? How did that happen? And now Billy Ray Cyrus has to represent the LGBTQ. How does that happen? How does that happen? You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. And nobody's thinking about this. No. Not at all. Now you got a, a Billy Ray Cyrus and this he wasn't a gay guy when he started, but now he's a super gay guy taking his horse to the old town road. Huh? Oh, this is the follow up <laughs> after your daughter. Who just falls off the map. But so does Justin Bieber fall off the map at the same time. When they well, used see, to say he, they were one in the same. He's falling off the map, I think, because he's so screwed up uh because of the vaccine. Did you see? Okay, well, what's wrong with Will Smith's son looking like a goddamn gum tails from the crib? Well, that's well, that and and what is it, Dwayne Way or uh, well, Dwayne uh, the the basketball player? His yeah. His kids are these is weird, man. You don't you don't transgender kids at twelve. You don't use your kids as sex toys for Hollywood. You do not let your kids be taken over by the elite because the process is what we're seeing. All these mongoloids and monsters coming out of these children. These children look older than 80-year-old people now, man. Oh, I know. The Molly and all this stuff has done something. The E, the Molly, the obituous, it's crazy. It wasn't just weed and a little liquor like we had. Nah, nah, they've, they've definitely, it, it's stepped up. Taking kids' opinions as adult opinions. When we understood when we were younger, we were kids and the adults' opinions were the ones that matter. But now we've got so fearful of our kids that we're allowing the kids and their opinions to run parents. Yeah. And that's what's wrong. That's what's wrong right now. Everything we're in the upside down world, things have reversed. It's the balance of what we see. You know what's funny? It's like it's like uh, uh, Caesar Milan. There are no bad kids. There's bad parents. There's no bad dogs. There's so it's the truth. Because we won't give them boundaries, they take control. And when they take control, it's upside down. And so that's why the world is upside down, because when you were a kid, you were totally driven by impulse. You didn't look at anything else but your impulse to do something. And then the parents who gave you boundaries taught you how to look at things and figure out how things affect things and develop a conscious have right now. You know what? We do have a conscious. Let me tell you why I was going to tell you that. You know it's 148. Oh yeah, we gotta <laughs> we gotta we gotta finish up. <laughs> I, I totally lost track of time, man. I, I totally lost track of. 
I totally lost track of it. Dude. <laughs> so you know how we do. <laughs> well, I hope everybody enjoyed the overtime because I sure did. Yes, sir. This is this has been an eye opener, and we need to make a bumper sticker that says "Don't be possessed by your possessions." Don't be possessed by your possessions, man. That's what I'm talking about. Don't be possessed by your possessions. And now yeah, it becomes man. obvious why they're called possessions. Yeah, yeah. And we discovered that today in this two-hour conversation. It's great. <laughs> it's great. We had a seance. <laughs> well, as much as I hate to do it, uh, I guess we better call this a day. Yeah, man, it was a wonderful one too, man. Like usual, like usual. We always, we, and we had a discovery, and that's what always is great about a good conversation. That's what happens with a conversation where you listen and don't you listen to listen and not listen to respond. Yeah. Yeah. Listen to listen and, and not listen to respond. And we did that. Meaning that the conversation will flow. And it will. And and respect the other person. Yeah. There's so much lack of respect in this world. And I very much respect you. Same and here, I brother. think I think that's why we have what we have is the respect mm-hmm. that flows both ways from us. Yeah. And it's a respect for life in general, you know? Yep. And, and it carries on, you know, and you're able to flow from every every constant thought without being held up on the thought of competition, competitiveness, uh, doubting, um, and uh, whatever lack thereof. It keeps conversation flowing well. Yes, it does. Well, Herman, yes, it's, always, it's always a pleasure. I look forward yes, to our sir. Monday conversations, and this was definitely one of the best. Until next Monday. Until next Monday. And as we always end the show, folks, if you're listening to this, you are the resistance. When the enemy comes into your life like a flood, stand your ground. And take your sword out in Luke 10 and go eyeball to eyeball with him and tell him, I have been given the authority to tread on snakes and scorpions. And over all the power of the enemy, nothing will harm me. Stand your ground. When he tries to use one of his main tactics, which is fear, tell him, for God has not given me the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of a sound mind. Stand your ground. When he thinks you're down, tell him, I'm not down, Satan. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? Stand your ground. When he tells you you're a loser, tell him I am the head and not the tail. When the enemy comes after you, tell him Isaiah 54, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Stand your ground. When he whispers in your ear and tells you you can't do this, throw Philippians 4.13 to him. I am able to do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Stand your ground.